If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 59 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player two on this one's Captain Logan. How's it going, man? Good, good. How you doing, man? I'm doing very good. A little bit tired. It's been, it, it feels like it's been a long week and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. So, Is Monday really too rough? I don't know. I'm just, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the weekend already. We played, uh, we played Smash <laughs> last Friday night and I'm just ready for that again. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. So uh, before we get started, if you guys want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. And a book I listened to this week is um, Blood, Sweat and Pixels, which gives you the behind the scenes on a bunch of uh, games that were made in the past like uh, past couple of years. And uh, really, really good stuff. So that's audibletrial.com slash NPC. Um, the chair I'm sitting in is from OP seat. It is a comfortable, affordable gaming chair. And if you use coupon code N64 Josh, you can save yourself uh, $10 off your purchase. That's opseat.com coupon code N64 Josh. Also, I do have a Patreon. If you want to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar, you can go there and check that out. There's some other tiers as well. And we do the show live Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv slash N64 Josh. Welcome, everybody that's here with us live. Nightcrawler, K-Cross, Army Life, Kirby Geek, and Killa from Maxis. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. If you're just lurking, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And uh, I think that's all the all the housekeeping. So let's talk about some Nintendo stuff, man. What have you been playing this last week? I uh well the Splatfest uh had had to represent team comedy. Woohoo! Team comedy. We won. It was a two to one and it was global, so it has to stand uh for the rest of the time that comedy is better than action. Um so I've been playing I'm trying to think what else Zelda. I, I just started last night. Yeah. Last night I, I was looking around and it's so funny. I have a funny little story about this. So last night I was trying to think, uh, what I wanted to play and, and what I wanted to do. And I kept looking around at some of the different titles and stuff and thinking about some of the indies that maybe I could pick up. And when I, at one point I just decided, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to turn on my SNES classic and, and devote some time to that. And I'm going to dig into Zelda link to the past because I just finished blossom tales a couple weeks ago. And that was really fun. And I wanted to dive back and play the original. So I booted up the SNES and, uh, played about three hours and, finished up the first three pennants and got the master sword and headed to the, the dark ward world before uh, I had to go get some, some Buffalo wings. Um, and uh, the funny thing that, that about that is I was listening to um, Ronjun Sam's uh, podcast and he did the exact same thing last night with super Mario world on his SNES classic. Mm. And I don't, I don't know what was going on with uh 
Monday night, but it, it seemed like it was like a, a perfect retro night. Uh, so I'm looking forward to finishing up uh, my fresh run of uh, Zelda Link to the Past. And oh, man, it makes me wish that we uh, we were getting a new Zelda game <laughs> that was a 2D top down game for the Switch or, or at least like some 3DS games ported over to the Switch so I could play those in the meantime. That, that that's a we're gonna have we're gonna be like zelda overload man like that oh, that can't happen for you can it <laughs> can't happen for me I'm oh man zelda all day every day that's right i'm that's fine right. with that cool <laughs> cool well, i've uh i finished xenoblade chronicles 2 and uh i want to we'll talk about that a little bit more later good, um good but man that that was 130 hours Holy crud. Yeah, more That's... time than Zelda. So, wow. yeah. And that was just the story. That wasn't even like dinking around, you know, like uh, trying to see what you can fall off of. I I did some side quests and stuff like that. Not not I mean, I still have a lot of blades to collect and things like that. There's still a lot of content there. Um, but I was able to finally complete the story, which wow. I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't I you guys have heard me talk on this show. I don't typically complete games. Kirby Geek, the Oracle, says we and we are still amazed. See? So there you go. Um it it was great. It was great. I'm like, I really want to jump into the first one and possibly X at some point, you know? So um I just need to find a find a decent copy of the first one on the on the Wii. So um played some Smash on Friday night, which was a blast. I'm a little disappointed in the setup of that game. Like it would have been really nice. You know how arms, how you just kind of get tossed into a lobby and then it puts you in, in rooms. Mm -hmm. That would be nice, Mm -hmm. but it seems like just to play with friends. The only way to do it is to set up a four player game and that's it. Oh, and so Mm -hmm. what I really would have liked is to been able to, and this could be me. I need to do a little more research. I may be able to find a way to do this and I just didn't figure it out. But I would love to be able to set up one-on-one and allow people to spectate. But I just don't even know if that's a, if that's a thing. And then the next person that wants in, you know, the, the winner stays in, that kind of thing. You know, like classic arcade style, like put your quarter up on the machine and we'll keep going. Like, I, I want that. So hopefully, hopefully that's something that uh, if, if it's not in this version and, it, and I, I hope it's in the next one. you know it's funny you bring that up because uh uh one of the blizzard games that i like to play from time to time is uh hearthstone and that's just a kind of standard card game um very similar to pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. and their their client allows you to spectate other like friends uh and you could message them while they're playing and they may be playing a um you know a random person uh, but I mean, I've, I've seen that kind of system in place and that would be, uh, I, I mean, that would be great for everything. I mean, let's get, let's get Mario Kart nine with a spectate mode that allows you to kind of voice chat with people and queue up so that you hop in and Splatoon's very similar where you can kind of jump in on someone and watch them play. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's might as well just bring it to all the multiplayer games, you know, let, let you set up a party and queue up for a game. Hate's not here to talk about it. He's uh, he's taking the night off, obviously. But uh, <laughs> when Street Fighter Two came out on Xbox Live Arcade, like uh, him and a few of the other guys that we played with regularly, didn't know what they were in for when uh, we started playing Street Fighter. And so 
I never had to put my quarter up. Uh, I got to just keep playing. And it was hilarious because they were just like, what? You know, like they didn't expect it. It was it was it was fun. But that was such a great way to play that game. We were all in the same party chat so everybody could hear, you know, the reactions and the trash talking and everything. And it's it just makes it it just makes it fun. So hopefully that's something we can see incorporated into Smash when it finally comes to the Switch. Um, Lastly, I've been playing, of course, Mario Kart 8. Right. Monday night, we finished uh, we finished Xenoblade and then jumped into Mario Kart 8 with viewers. And I got to tell you, playing with the people in the stream is is so much fun. So if you guys are here and you've been playing with us, thank you. It is uh it is it is it is absolutely a blast. And uh, if you want to join, please come out on Monday nights what we typically do we'll typically do Mario Kart. So um just join the stream. My friend code is in there. I might even put my friend code in this show if you guys want to just get some games in the show notes. Um I'll put it in there just so that you can, you can feel free to add me and you know, who knows whether it be some rocket league or Mario Kart. like uh, the more I can just be playing with people, the better, like I'm, I'm, I want to keep a good mix of those single player games and those multiplayer games. So, um, and we've, we've, you've got the discord set up too. So if you, if you happen to find this podcast and you come on and come on to Josh's stream and you start playing with us, uh, I mean, I'm more than willing to, to throw my switch code out there if anyone wants to join up too, but join our discord because we do have an Excel sheet set up that has all of the regulars friend codes. And it's so much better to play these games with a community that you can talk with on a regular basis. And Josh does a great job of hosting his, uh, his stream where everyone can kind of jump in and, and play the game as well. And I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot more multiplayer games coming out this year, hopefully where we can kind of do this sort of thing. Yeah. It's uh, Mario Kart eight can definitely ruin friendships though. Um, <laughs> Nick Nick Tendo joined us last night after I after I tweeted it out and I I'm sorry Nick that star right before the finish line I know I know it was a it was a it was a dirty move but he posted in chat afterwards I was thinking about subscribing I don't think I'm going to or something along those lines after that, uh, after that. But man, I mean, getting Mario carded last night was, it was, it was real. There were, there were points I'm like in seventh place, just continually getting hit by lightning going, what is, what is going on right now? Go from like almost finish in first and then end up in ninth. And it's like only in Mario Kart is this, uh, is this possible? So good times for sure. As far as any like pickups and whatnot, it's been a little slow since the since the holiday season. If um, the physical copy of Rocket League is now available, came out today and it's like a limited edition. Um, At least that's what the box says. (laughs) So um, and I think it just says that so they could sell it for ten dollars more or whatever than the uh, (laughs) than the uh, version on the switch already. It's um, good to know in 2018, we still have the switch tax. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and as far as upcoming releases, like I'll, I'll kind of give you guys the, um, the rundown, but it's, it's kind of slow, honestly, like the, the biggest like Nintendo game coming out is uh Kirby battle Royale on the 3ds this week. Um, other than that for just like a couple of switch games here, we've got ambition of the slimes, darkest dungeon, uh, link color, Oh, sir, the Hollywood roast. No idea what this is. They kind of look like shovelware. Honestly, they're like two or three bucks. Oh, sir, the insult simulator. 
Um, World of the West. Uh, again, not real sure what this is. <laughs> Baseball Riot. I, they're just, I don't know. They're just kind of some, uh, some obscure titles. Maybe there's something really good. If, uh, if I'm missing something here and some of these are really good, make sure to like tweet at me or something. Let me know, um, or yell at me in the discord that I should be checking some of these games out. Um, I mean, darkest dungeon looks like it could be promising. It's, it's sitting at like $25. So, but I, that kind of seems like it's it's the better one to go with uh i was i was looking oh man I, I was hoping to find something interesting on the on the e-shop coming out this week and i i think we're just gonna have to be content for a little while you know it seems like we're not getting uh big blockbusters every month this year so far until further notice you know tm but uh i mean it's as far as um as far as games go, this might be a good opportunity to take a look at all the stuff that really dropped in the middle of fall and winter and maybe start working on some of the older games that are already out, you know, picking up a Stardew Valley. Um, I know there was some news about that recently. So, I mean, that that might be worth looking into if you haven't picked it up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, what's our backlog like, honestly? Right. I mean, we've got, I have a huge (laughs) backlog of games. Like it's it, I wouldn't buy a game this year and I wouldn't even come close. Right. Like just, you guys know the way I play. I play like two minutes of a game and then I don't finish it. (laughs) I'm like, I've got gamer ADD really bad. So, um, I do want to point out that uh, Killer for Maxis said I had a good night yesterday talking about Mario Kart. Uh, seemed I did better uh, when Kirby left. Strange. <laughs> so you got to so watch bizarre. out for Kirby. You got to watch out. She uh, she doesn't mess around when it comes to uh, Mario Kart or Splatoon. Like I was literally going to make just highlights of me killing her in Splatoon. So um, <laughs> because it was so few and far between. So if anybody's looking for uh, any esports teams that may listen to this, um, you want to look up Kirby Geek uh, 4. She she knows what's up when it comes to Splatoon. So, um, well, she, she plays she plays a shy guy on Mario Kart. She's not a shy guy. No, no, no. no. It's uh, <laughs> do not be deceived. So, uh, well, as far as some talking points, I did a I did a like a a Nintendo Powercast mini last week for um for the Nintendo Direct mini but I wanted to dig into it a little bit more on here like what what were your impressions and your takeaways from uh from the direct on Thursday or the mini direct And there he goes That was interesting I wonder if his power went out or what the deal was <laughs> He's he just started talking and then he just left Hey welcome back there we go. Hey, what the heck happened? <laughs> My computer just had a heart attack and then I had a heart attack and then I'm sure you had a heart attack. <laughs> so, I, I just kept it going, man. I just, uh, you literally opened your mouth to speak and it just was a black screen. And then the poor stream had to see two of me in their, uh, in their windows. So, um, oh, man. anyway, um, what were your, so what were yeah. your thoughts on the direct? Uh, so I, I like the direct. Um, I know it was a mini one and I know a lot of people were kind of disappointed because we didn't get a whole lot of like, like super big announcements that everyone's just like, Oh my God, this is the most amazing direct in the world. It compares so well to last year. I I'm, I'm down with all these, these ports. Um, 
I I think that having a lot of the Wii U library, like just bring the Wii U library over. No one's going to care if if they already bought it, then they already played it and they don't have to buy it. You know, if they're looking for new titles on the Switch, uh, I mean, we're we're probably going to have a full year's worth of ports from the Wii U because, I mean, you know, 10 million switches sold. We're, we're creeping up on, you know, the, the Wii U's total sell out, a selling sell through of, of their lifespan for the five years. I mean, there's tons of people that haven't played these ports. So uh, I'm looking forward to um, Mario aces, uh, which the tennis game. Yep. Um, I loved Mario tennis on the 64. I haven't played the previous versions and I've heard some great things about the single player campaign uh, back when Camelot, I think was making the, the GBA version. Mm-hmm. If that, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. It looks crisp. It looks like, you know, Mario plus Rabbids, Mario Odyssey style graphics and um, never played Donkey Kong tropical freeze. So that's interesting. I'm, I'm down with funky Kong. He sounds awesome. I'm ready to play as him, even if it's easy mode. Um, Dark Soul, Dark Souls scares me, but I hear it's the mature-rated Legend of Zelda that everyone wanted. So I'm willing to check that out. Um, and then we got a whole bunch of uh, other little little things. Uh, the Kirby game. I I'm really curious if Kirby's going to be online. If the Kirby game's online and I can play with other people, I would love that. I don't know that it is though. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold your breath. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Um, Don't hold your breath. But (laughs) if that's the case, I mean, I'm still. I still love Kirby games. They're. They're great. They're fun. Um. And and I can't think of if if we were going to get a direct mini, we got a lot of solid release dates, which that's more important to me than than like what they announce. Um, I mean, these games I knew were probably going to come at some point, but the fact that they're coming in the first three months gives us enough to kind of chew on until E3 um, when I'm sure Nintendo's got a lot more going on. So Kirby says Dark Souls should have a funky Kong mode. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's... uh... That's pro- it's definitely a must from what I hear. Uh, that's one of the ones I am looking forward to, uh, you know, uh, playing and streaming and trying to uh, trying to beat like I I like those games that are super punishing. You know, like I I Ninja Ninja Gaiden back in the day, like on the original oh, uh, Xbox. Um, and then, I mean, even on the NES, I mean, those things were they, they were no joke, right? They were brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and to, to see it coming to the switch, even though it's an older game, it's a remastered version of the older game that's day and date on all the other systems. So it's, it's really kind of cool to see um, them bringing remasters for other systems. I mean, these, this game was going to come out on the PS4 and the Xbox one, no matter what, but the fact that they're bringing it to the switch as well is great. Cause I know when I'm sitting in my truck during lunch, I can, you know, grab my switch and then try and beat a couple things. Maybe, maybe work out some of the mechanics on a boss fight and then I can come home, throw it in the dock while it's charging and stream me actually doing awesome at killing this boss for the first time that, that no one has to know that I spent an hour and a half on lunch, just grinding and grinding this (laughs) boss to figure out how to, how to beat it. I do. I have a question for you. Did you have a Wii U? 
No, I've never I've never gotten to play these games. So to me, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is brand new. Um, I never had a PS3 or a PS4. Actually, other than, yeah, no, I've never had a PS3 or PS4. I've never had an Xbox One. So a lot of these titles are fresh to me. I don't care how old they are. I mean, we're getting a lot of games on, on the eShop that are 16, anywhere between 8 and 32-bit looking games. And people are okay with those. So, you know, if I'm going from 64 GameCube quality uh, graphics up to PS3 or PS4, I'm fine with that. As, as long as the game is good, then I'm willing to shell out the 50, 60 bucks that they are because I never bought them before. And if you did, then it's okay. Just hold off. I mean, there's going to be other stuff coming out and you probably have another system with games coming out there too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things like I, I have most of those Wii U titles already. Right. But again, it's that element of being able to take it on the go that that still adds value to those older games. Personally, I wish we got a Donkey Kong collection. I wish it had been the returns and tropical freeze, even if it was a code that I had to put in, whatever, like that, that would have been a better, um, that would have been a better value for me personally. But you know, there, there's a lot of games that people like yourself that haven't, haven't, haven't got to play them. And it, it really wouldn't take probably more than a year for us to have most of the, uh, um, Nintendo titles on um, from the Wii U on the switch. Cause they were so few and far between, you know, but games like uh, Mario 3d world there, that is an excellent game. And that is, that is a shame if people miss that one and don't get to play that it's, it is an incredibly fun game. Um, the new super Mario brothers. U is again, a really, a really good title. And I think I mentioned it on here before. So, um, I like this. I like that Nintendo's doing this, you know, for people that had expectations that were maybe too high, um, for, for this direct, like the thing is we, we really just came off of a, of a crazy year, right. For Nintendo, Zelda, Mario Kart, um, Splatoon, Xenoblade, Mario plus rabbits. I mean, Odyssey, like there's, there's, there is a massive library of games already on the switch, stellar games, top notch games. And I think everybody is on that hype train and they want to just keep writing it. Right. But I mean, as a business, Nintendo is like, well, we still have to do our normal, like they're still going to do the normal, like schedule for when they release and talk about these games. Like the fact that we saw as many games as we did from a mini and there's still the potential for another direct, possibly, possibly this week. That's the rumor. I don't, you know, I take it or leave it. Um, possibly February. We don't know. There's the thing is, everybody says that it's within 20 days. Um, there's always another direct after one of these minis. So uh, that being said, they could still drop some real heavy hitters. But even if they if they don't, if nothing else came out, they've already given us somewhat of a roadmap up to E3. And then E3 is where we're going to see the really big titles drop, you know, like that's when we're going to see the, the animal crossings, the smash, the, um, hopefully new IP. Like I want to, I want to see some really great new IP from Nintendo. Like arms may not have been for everybody. It may not have been something I like really, really like 
loved, but it was still a good game. It was still very much a Nintendo game. And I want to see more stuff like that. Well, the, the nice thing that we, we have, I mean, everyone kind of expects these directs to give us, give us a basic roadmap for what Nintendo is planning. But we've already seen this week that we don't have to rely on Nintendo to have game announcements. We have plenty of outlets and media to give game developers and publishers an opportunity to boast their game from, from their own PR companies as well. So we got announcements this week that we weren't expecting that could have been very well have been in the, the, direct mini but they weren't uh for whatever reason and people are still looking forward to those games coming out so i mean to expect the direct to be the end all be all for what's going to come out on the switch is kind of a misnomer we really should expect that you know this is the stuff that nintendo's agreed to publicly uh, uh um, support on on their side of like pr and everything else will still come out it just may not have as big of a hype because it's not quote-unquote in the direct so it's it's going to be interesting to see for the next three months what's going to happen what we're going to get like i'm pretty sure we're still waiting for an announcement from bethesda on wolfenstein 2 the new colossus they said that that was coming out 2018 we haven't heard from them since the last uh direct so I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff coming out that we just don't know about that I'm okay with waiting for uh, because we had such a great 2017. I don't think we had um, that many amazing IP titles come out for a game system um, ever. I think it's the best one. Yeah, it's been it's been absolutely stellar. And and like I said, I think it's because of that, that people's expectations are so high, you know, I mean, and even looking at Nintendo's coming soon, like we 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 went over I went over it earlier just to look at what games were coming out. But like they don't even have some of the games like Scribblenauts, one of the ones you were you were talking about. We don't we had no clue. And then today, boom, Scribblenauts coming out. It's like a rock, paper, scissor game, which could be very, very fun based on how that game is kind of left up to your imagination. Like, how are you going to defeat your buddy or whatever um, when you play this game? Um, Detective Pikachu, right? Another game. We didn't like I, I and I could be wrong, but I I mean, I knew this game was out like in Japan or or, you know, I, I'd heard like rumblings of it, but wasn't even positive it was coming to the US and then boom we get uh uh that announcement plus a giant amiibo for this this game as well and you know and not to mention we already have bayonetta that we got from the game awards like there's there's still there's a lot of games to play up until yeah. up until E3 you know even if these games, some of these games don't even make it. We don't know when Yoshi's coming out exactly. Um, we don't know when the world ends with you is coming out. We don't know when Wolfenstein's coming out. We're, yep. you know, Octopath Traveler. We don't have an exact date on that. But like they they gave us a good amount of games even last year that were going to be coming out this year on top of everything that came out last year. So, 
you know, and I mean, and, and again, like this, uh, I think it's called Yis, I think is how you say it, or Yeez. Yeez, yeah. yeah. Yeez 8 coming out this summer. You that's, know, that's one I'm looking forward to. It, that's gonna, that looks like it's going to be a fairly fairly long game. We've also got Street Fighter is on the list. Wasn't in that direct, but that's another, another game that's there. So, I mean, there's still yeah. a lot of games coming out. So, like... It go go to go to PlayStation or Xbox right now. Not that I'm like trying to like talk like console wars, anything like that. But you're not oh, even look. seeing you're not even seeing that kind of um that that kind of communication it's, about what games it, are coming out. You know, the the Nintendo Switch has so many games that I know offhand because um, I, I try to listen to more than just like Nintendo news when it comes to games. I like try to understand like what's going on. As far as I've heard from other people, the PlayStation that or the PlayStation games that people are looking forward to are God of War and Spider-Man. Like that's it. That's the biggest thing that those that, that, that Sony fans are looking for. We have so many potential games coming out for the Switch that it's it's insane just looking at the library like Super Mario Maker, Smash, we got Animal Crossing, Pikmin, we've got Bayonetta 3 confirmed in development, we've got Metroid Prime 4 confirmed in development. I mean, I was talking with a buddy uh, today about how there's precedent that um, Kingdom Hearts games are on 3ds and square enix is building project octopath for the switch so who knows we might get like a surprise from square enix saying like oh hey and you know when you're done with lost sphere coming out at the end of the month uh we've got kingdom hearts 1.5 and 2.5 bundle coming out uh this summer reporting it have fun you know who knows like what could possibly be coming to this to the nintendo switch at this point yeah, I mean, I think E3 is going to really, um, really rock and roll. And, uh, you know, and and I think third parties are going to really play a, a, a much larger part this year. And I would be I would I would uh, be willing to bet that we're going to see from third parties. We're actually going to see some 2019 games as well. You know, Nintendo seems to be pretty good about trying to not go more than um like much more than a year ahead, but we could see some 2020, 2019 games from third parties that are like, yeah, and this is coming to all three systems, you know, um, may not necessarily be on the Nintendo, f- uh, you know, on their, um, during their presentation, but that's now we're seeing, it's like, it's like with dark souls, how we can see it's coming on PlayStation. It's coming on Xbox. It's going to be on the switch, you know, that, and that kind of stuff is, uh, it's, it's really cool to see. I did not, anticipate that whatsoever i did not anticipate that we would basically have um three consoles getting the same games at the same time now obviously it's not every game but i didn't expect that we would see that at all i i did not think that there would be you know when la noir got remastered and seeing the the little switch box with the other two i was like i didn't expect to see that you know i i just didn't it's been a long time and, 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 you know, you brought up dark souls as an example, and that is a, that is a perfect example of a company trusting that Nintendo is the first 
uh, like Nintendo is is the platform that they want to announce this remaster for. You know, they could have had you know a press release from Sony or the or Microsoft letting them letting their fans know like, hey, by the way, uh, we're doing a Dark Souls remastered and it's coming to these consoles. Oh, and all the other consoles, but they chose Nintendo, which says a lot right now because it's the fastest selling system in North America. It's the the most talked about system for holidays. I mean, a lot of companies, a lot of third party companies are looking at the switch right now and saying like, you know, if we, if we want to get in on this, then we need to start bringing some of our, our games over. And I, I think in the next couple months leading up to E3, there's going to be a lot of scrambling by third party companies and publishers to get trailers with the little switch logo on the box. So we can see what's coming. Yeah, it's it it's going to be a good year. And speaking of this year, the president of Nintendo, Kimishima, said that they want to expand the console's user base to those who have never touched game machines too much. So um, other than just more traditional gamers. So we had a pretty long conversation in our discord about this. Like, are they trying to uh, catch that lightning in a bottle that they did with the Wii on the on the switch. I mean, they have their motion controls. We could technically see another Wii Sports title, but it wouldn't be, you know, what's it be called? Switch Sports. I'm not sure what they would what they would call it. Um, my guess, if we saw a title like that, it would be much more Mario branded, like a Mario Sports Resort or something like that um, instead of the 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 Mies. But who knows? Um, I mean, the Wii sold in retirement homes and 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 places that you didn't expect it my parents bought one my in-laws bought one that system was bought by so many people not everybody played it that much they bowled right they they bought it literally it was a wii sports machine for a lot of people um and then for others it also became like a like a just dance machine or um maybe some some workout games or something what do you think? What is, what is, and chat, I want you guys to, to, to chime in on this as well. Like, what do you think he means when he says they want to reach players who have never touched game machines too much? I'm, I'm really kind of worried about this actually, because, uh, <laughs> I mean, if anyone's listened to the show and has heard me talk about why I skipped out on the Wii and the Wii U, they know I'm I'm not a huge fan of the gimmick. Um, the the switch going from a portable to a home console that's not a giant leap. That's that's a pretty pretty interesting thing. That's compelling. That actually improves my my gameplay experience. Uh, putting a Joy-Con in front of my mouth and pretending to eat a sandwich is just dumb. And I cannot, I cannot, uh, I know a lot of people are having fun with one, two switch at parties and stuff, but I don't want, I don't want Nintendo relying on some of the things that they've implemented with the systems to, to the point where it, it turns uh, people off. I, I, I mean, I can't think of, of like, I mean, just uh, some of the stuff with having like a touch screen and uh, mobile games is, is Mikey B playing, saying coming over and, you know, kind of clogging up the store. I don't want them to get gimmicky with this. I don't want weird controllers uh, like Link's crossbow training that uh, I want them to stick to what they're good at, which is is making a platform that everyone can come to with multiple games and let the developers decide what they want to do with the controllers and not have the 
hardware dictate that. So as long as they keep the Joy-Cons the same, um, maybe with a couple extra attachments for, for the outlier, uh, I'm fine with that. But I mean, let, let game developers be the, be the ones to bring in the audience. So I have a, I have a, I may have a rebuttal actually with one, two switch. So, (laughs) well, and I I had to think about it because like nobody looks upon that game too fondly, right? Like, and I'll be honest, it hasn't been played all that much. Where's it been played most? Yeah. When we had parties, um, my kids will randomly want to pull it out because they want to do like the quick draw, that kind of stuff. I mean, that stuff is enjoyable. There's no way around that. But I got to thinking about it and I was actually looking for a picture and I, I couldn't find it on my phone. I'm not sure what, what happened, but my nephew, I don't know, turned three or whatever. I have a lot of nephews um, and my grandma was there and I brought the switch. Well, she's not going to play Mario Kart or something like that. Like that's not going to that's not going to interest her. But when I showed her how that we could like milk the cow or um, do the safe and that kind of stuff, like how to unlock the safe. She was very intrigued and was like the way the marbles would move in her hand. She was like blown away by that. And we sat and played the thing for like half hour, 45 minutes. And she enjoyed it, but she's, she would never touch a switch other than to do something like that. Like, so I I'm with you as far as I don't want to see a like massive increase in like these gimmicky shovelware titles, but I do want to see, I do want to see, I'm curious on how Nintendo plans on reaching um, a, a larger audience and more people. And I'm also curious because, and I don't have the, I don't have the full article. There was, um, there was more things they said, but, the the other thing that I'm just going to paraphrase is they mentioned using uh, like new accessories, new hardware accessories. So I just yeah. I wonder what what that is. Are we going to be getting, um, you know, tennis rackets or <laughs> the that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm worried that we're going to I mean, Right now, they're already the the prices for the Joy Cons and stuff are are eighty dollars for a pair of Joy Cons, and they're doing multiple colors um, so that it's it's interesting, and and that's fine. I understand like they want to do that. Um, the 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 thing I'm worried about is that they're going to start trying to sell these accessories for the Joy Cons that you can slip into um, to take advantage of the IR sensor, so that you can start drawing stuff like they had on the initial um, launch release, and um, uh, you know start making weird stuff like that. Um, we don't need it. I mean, it's it's nice if you want to get like the random person who's going to spend the three hundred dollars for for this kind of thing. But all in all, I mean, it, the thing that's going to keep this this system alive is good stories told through uh, you know polished games by companies that people already have an established rapport with and and IPs that dr- that drive that that those sales to the system. You're not wrong when it comes to gamers, traditional gamers, like the, like the article says, but for, you know, the, the user base that doesn't typically touch the console, I just, I'm, I'm really curious to see how they, how they 
uh, are going to attack this. And, you know, I, I, I hope it's something, I hope it's something as good as we sports that is something that anyone can play from, from a young child to, to the elderly and everyone in between and have a good time doing it. That was, that's what sold Wii's. Honestly, it wasn't that Nintendo had some like great system that, uh, every gamer had to have. No, it was, Hey, I brought bowling to my parents' house for new years and they immediately went out and bought a Wii, you know, Hey, I brought my Wii over and somebody tried bowling. Hey, how much is one of those? Where can I get one of those? That's how, I mean, to me, that's how that system sold. My mom was like, you got to find me one of these things. I'm like, they're impossible to find. What do you mean? I got to find you one, you know? I, so, I, yeah. And, and if I look back at, at what was going on then is, is that like the, the Wii sports sold the system to people who didn't play the games for it. And the price was low enough that it was close enough to an impulse buy and Wii sports was a pack in, but we don't have games like one, two switch is a pack in we don't have anything packed in with the switch so if you're if you're looking at a switch purchase you're looking at 300 for the system typically a memory card possibly another set of joy con for the the multiplayer side of it plus the game and that's that's a lot heftier of a of a price ticket than um you know just the system maybe an extra controller and wii sports for the time being yeah it is i mean there is there is a a little bit. I mean, when the Wii came out, it was two fifty. An extra, an extra remote was forty. You know, so there you're already at the. You're already at almost the same price as a Switch, minus the game, right? Because Wii Sports was bundled in. So, um, so, but but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I I, I guess my biggest concern is is uh, if their attention is focusing on that aspect of bringing in a wider audience to getting into the switch then where is where is the focus being lost on like are they are they losing focus on what they're doing well right now or are they they not paying attention to uh you know online or virtual console like they can only divide their resources so many ways and and right now there's so many things that 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 the traditional gamers that that they're that they're relying on to sell the system are craving and if they start deviating from what those what those gamers want are they going to lose faith in the system and we start losing developers as a result of gamers going to other systems that's my concern i mean i can see i can see it's legitimate concern i i feel like they've already done such a great job of of making it clear that they are here for the gamer that I I don't think they would spread themselves so thin that it would affect us as the as the gamer. I'm I'm hoping that it's one killer IP that it's like I got to take this to my parents and we're going to play it and they're going to be like where can I go get this right now? You know. I brought the yeah. I brought the SNES mini down on uh like Christmas and my my brother-in-law ended up going and buying one for 125 bucks just because he's like, I, I just want this. I need to have it. I can't find it anywhere else. You know, he had to pay a, a scalper for it. Um, but like, it was so awesome though, because today my sister shows up at work. She's got her three little kids who are from the ages of like one to like six or seven. 
And all they could do is tell me about how they finally beat this level in Super Mario World and they finally beat this level in Donkey Kong Country and they got to race each other in Super Mario Kart, you know, and and like I was I was eating it up, man. Like I was just loving hearing that kind of stuff. And so um, well, think think how great that would have been if you could have sold your brother on a switch and he could have gotten all of the great games that just came out in 2017 and picked up those games on the SNES Classic Mini through Virtual Console. Oh, stop. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, there, there are things that are valid excuses. Like, your brother wanting SNES games on, on, a, on a small system that has the traditional controller. I can totally understand that. I bought one. I love it. I'm really happy that I jumped back onto it last night. But having these games portably and then being able to throw them on a dock is is so much better of an idea than having to oh did i remember all the cables for my snes classic the other day, take it over to the front to family's house to, so they can play it and then having to worry about okay well now i gotta try and find one of these things and worry about a console uh scalper and, and stuff it's like we we could totally have this stuff right now on the eShop. they just haven't hit the switch I didn't mean that pun. I, can we cut that out? Can we cut that out? Yeah, I'll 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 edit. No. Okay. Thank you. Um, but I mean, it's 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 possible, and and it's something that they haven't addressed at all, and that is kind of a big begging question. And when they say that they're looking forward to expanding their audience uh, to a wider demographic than traditional gamers, I, I kind of want them to just you know, continue feeding the people that are willing to shell out the cash for them because that's, you know, that's who the, they're here to serve. You know, they'll, they'll sell a couple extra switches here and there and maybe one, two switch with them. And maybe they'll, they'll have those systems for a while. But uh, I mean, the, the people that are going to keep the system alive are the ones that are going to be buying the IPs and the, and the franchises that they love. Mikey B says, you don't have to always be the Debbie downer. I just want to, I just want to <laughs> point that out there. <laughs> So, um, the thing is, though, I could guarantee you he wouldn't have bought a Switch because it's 300 bucks, right? Then have to buy all those games separately. He wouldn't have done it. He he wouldn't have. So, I mean, in that case, because he's actually a PlayStation guy, he just, they they played those older games and the nostalgia kicked in and it was like enough to make them pull that trigger. Um, The virtual console is an interesting topic because, like, I mean, I'm in the camp that's like, whatever when we get it we get it i have all those games already i've bought them so many times i hope they come up with something awesome for virtual console because it has to be something better right and hopefully that's why it's taken time in the past virtual console would launch and you'd get like one game a week maybe maybe two games a month and sometimes there were games you're like this isn't even worth getting And so then there was another disappointment factor there. So, um, I do want to go back to, uh, I don't know. His name has changed so many times. Uh, DJ shapes, Destinot. I don't know. (laughs) Um, you know, he says the other question, uh, is a bigger audience in general, um, a bigger audience in the U S where the average gamer is 35, a, a larger audience in, uh, in Japan where the average gamer is, uh, early twenties, um, Europe average gamers, 45, um, maybe more females, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't necessarily know what they're saying and it, which is exactly, um, 
ex- exactly the the case. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't well, they, know. I mean, they just say they want to reach gamers that haven't touched game machines much. So. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm I like if it was just that statement, I would uh I would understand like you know that's they want to try and market better, they want to try and make sure that more people know what the switch is and and make it a much more household name. But it's it's the extra little bit that they tied in there about the hardware, about the features, about the hardware that that really just kind of concerned me. And it's and it's going to be a, a a wait and see kind of situation as it always is with this kind of stuff, and I'm fine with that. Um, because um, I know at least at the very least, the third party publishers are sold on the system and they're going to be bringing their games to it. And I've already got controllers that work for their games. So I'm I'm fine with that. But um, I, I hope that Nintendo like I hope we don't we don't miss out on the next great Mario Odyssey or the next Zelda game um, because they want to turn it into another Skyward Sword situation where they're using the hardware as the interface. And now Skyward Sword is probably going to be really hard to port to future games because it was so tied in with that generation's hardware. Yeah, I don't, I mean, are you talking trying to get Skyward Sword onto the Switch or having Switch games that are like Skyward Sword that can't go onto later consoles? Both, because I mean, Skyward Sword right now would be kind of hard to bring over to the Switch. Um, I mean, the Joy-Con has the the motion control, but uh, you still have to go through and recode all of that. And and if they start making games that are dependent on specific features about the Joy-Con, then that's going to be harder whenever we get whatever the next console is and they want to start porting games from past consoles. Yeah. Like the analog trigger, the analog shoulder buttons is a is a perfect example with GameCube games. Like, how do we solve that problem to bring GameCube games to uh, future future consoles when they had a very specific type of button and controller layout? Yeah, it's a, that's a good question with the GameCube for sure. Um, Nightcrawler says they learned their lesson with Mario had motion controls, but was but was fine without it. Right. So they at least I really feel like this time around, they've given us the option and they really have to because the switch is portable. Right. They're not going to just do these games that are that are just your typical gimmicky game because you can't. I mean, outside of setting up tabletop mode. Right. Some of these games you're not going to be. I mean, you really can't play one to switch on an airplane. I mean, you can play a few of the games. I, I I did pull mine out after like Guardian Con or whatever and did like the the marbles just to show somebody what the you know. Um, but for the for the most part, like these these titles, if that's what it's going to be, it's it's not going to be many of them and they're going to be. um they're going to be few and far between if, if that, and, and that's just my opinion. I, I think because of the nature of the switch, you know, having the option to do motion controls, but also being able to play it um, just out, out of the dock, you can't, you can't be tied down to those, to those motion controls. Cause h- how do you do it? How do you do it? And so it's, it's yeah. almost like, um, <laughs> Kirby's like, can't play one, two switch on an airplane. Hold my beer. 
<laughs> I, I tried playing a couple motion cat or motion control games on on an airplane, and every time the airplane would bank, my character would rotate at oh, the same man. time. Yeah, so of course, there's some there's already some problems with with playing on an airplane, but the fact that I can play on an airplane is still pretty impressive. And I got a, a text message from my buddy just asking me right now uh, if I had any problems bringing my switch onto uh, an airplane when I went to visit them. So I, I got to text him and be like, no, you're, you're good, dude. Bring Zelda. You'll, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. 30,000 feet. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. So, uh, and it, it, it is a new Nintendo, right? It's definitely a, it's not the same Nintendo of the past that just like, you know, dance to the beat of their own drum. Like they, uh, the, games like Mario Odyssey are, are very, um, are an indication of that. Like, Hey, I'll be honest playing Mario sunshine or uh, Mario galaxy with the Wii remote and the nunchuck. I, I, it did not bother me at all. Skyward sword. Don't love it. Didn't really not, not loving it as much. Cause I don't like having to, to swing the, the Wii remote as the sword, but, um, basically just using the pointer and having Mario spin just by shaking it. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. So, um, I think would I have played galaxy with the, the pro controller they offered back in the day? Absolutely. That would have been my, my preferred way to play it, but they did, they did do a good job. And, and thankfully even back then, at least they gave us options in games like Mario Kart where you could drive with the wheel, which was ridiculous to me you could still use the controller that gave some controller support. It's just, it's odd when sometimes they offer it and sometimes they don't, you know, they dropped the ball with star Fox on the Wii U and they made the gamepad like a necessity instead of an option. And so I, I hope too, that you bring up a good point of accessibility because that's a, a very, it's a big issue with all gaming right now that I think uh, game developers have to start taking into consideration a lot more seriously. So if they start making some hardware decisions that dictate what kind of games they want to bring out to kind of broaden their audience, I hope they take accessibility into account for, for people with, um, with vision impairment people with with physical um uh, uh issues that, that you know make it so that it's, it's easier for those folks to be able to enjoy games uh, as well because they deserve it they deserve to be able to enjoy games just as much as anyone else so if if they start broadening their audience i hope they start looking at not just typical or t- you know not just typical gamers and then the circle outside of typical gamers but everyone as a whole equally that would be that would be my hope for what they were talking about. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely that would be great. You know, having having something more accessible. I mean, I think about like the uh, um, like Operation Supply Drop and the Wounded Warrior program, that kind of stuff. You know, where they like literally guys that have been um, uh, really mutilated from 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 war are able to play games with these crazy custom controllers and things like that. So if, if they're able to play some of these games is a little more accessible. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board as well. So, well, this, uh, this this was fun, man. This was good. I'm yeah. like for kind of a slow week. I I was like, is this going to be a short show? But we we did it. We did it. So uh, where can people find you? 
Uh, you guys can find me pretty much uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Twitch at um, C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. Same thing with Twitter. Uh, any questions, any arguments you guys want to have, any points that, that I didn't think of about anything we talked about, hit me up. Let me know because um, I'm, I'm always open for discussion about this. Uh, and I'm more than willing to admit that I'm wrong about things if someone's got a good point about it. So, um hit me up there if you guys have any questions i'm going to be hanging around josh's uh streams always I'm, i always try to jump in and and see what you're up to as well too so um, I'll, I'll be in your chat if uh, anything cool man awesome guys you're gonna find me on twitter twitch youtube uh instagram snapchat facebook everything's n64 josh there is links in the show notes um to all that stuff uh remember that uh, Alcacel Sertini just comes in with I hate your face and throwing up rainbows all over the place. So awesome. Um, <laughs> welcome. Um, I, I audibletrial.com slash NPC. Get yourself a free audiobook. OPC.com. Um, use coupon code N64Josh to save yourself $10. And I do have a Patreon. $1 gets you an extra podcast each month. Um, so go check that out and check out the different tiers there. Um, if you're enjoying the show, we definitely could use some five-star reviews. Um, like I said, because of some people that I don't know if they don't like me, they didn't like the audio quality, or they were mad that they didn't find the actual Nintendo, uh, power podcast. Um, left one star reviews and dropped us down to a 4.5. So if you have a second on iTunes, you can leave us a, a, a five star review. If you're liking the show, um, that would be awesome. I really, really appreciate that. And, uh, um, lastly, I don't, what is Alka-Seltzer saying right now? Jokes, fam. Y'all are lit. Okay. Oh, wow. Here we go. Here we go. We're just getting all the, the Twitch lingo, the Twitch lingo going there. So, it had um, to show up somewhere in the show, didn't it? Right, right, for sure. But uh, no, seriously, guys, if you're here with us live, thank you so much for hanging out. I, I really appreciate you. Thank you for being uh, being super awesome. If you're just listening to this, thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time to download it. We really appreciate it. If you have any uh, questions that you want read on the show um you can join my discord there's a link um you can also email me n64josh at gmail.com and uh you know questions concerns whatever um and i do want to thank everybody that has left reviews too because there's been some extremely kind words and uh i'm i'm humbled by it so thank you so much um and we'll see you guys next week take it easy bud you too